Welcome to Stepping Into the Light with Julia Treat, a weekly podcast devoted to helping you open up to your own unique abilities so you can receive loving and supportive messages from your loved ones, angels, and guides. Greetings, beautiful. It is a gorgeous day here in Northeast Pennsylvania. The birds are chirping, we have a light breeze, and it's supposed to be somewhere in the 80s today, and we're, we are welcoming it. <laughs> it was a cold winter, and you may even hear the birds in the background, I'm not sure. I have my headphones on, but what a beautiful sound they make. So nice to have the birds back. So I want to talk today about the importance of staying grounded as you continue on your journey. There's been several times on my journey where I seem to have my head in the clouds. And it's easy to do that when we are growing spiritually and connecting with God and all of the universe, our angels and guides. I was reminded of this recently, the fact that we can get caught up in uh, the realms above, not you know, not staying grounded here on Mother Earth. And it happened recently with my dog, Daisy, who passed away. About the date that I'm uh, recording this, it's been about four weeks, four or five weeks, somewhere in there. So some of you know that she was battling an illness. It was similar to Crohn's disease in humans. And she was actually beginning to turn the other direction with that. She was actually starting to have some improvements when lo and behold one day i looked down and she was like breathing very rapidly and i just um, took a video of her breathing and sent it into the doctor and they said you know you need to get down here that's something new well to make a long story short she had a new complication she either had um blood clot blood clots in the lungs or was was beginning to get pneumonia so you know i had a decision to make and I knew what that decision was. So I'd always prayed that I never had to make a decision based on money. And Daisy's vet, he's a specialist about an hour and a half from my home. I love this man. He is just a um, beautiful soul. One of my angels, one of Daisy's angels. But he treated her for free. And her, her bills racked up to over $15,000 over five months. I mean, I was floored every time they would I'd take her in and maybe something happened and she needed to go into the hospital just to get over that hump that happened again. And they would hand me the bill and always point to the zero. You owe zero dollars per Uncle Ron. It was Dr. Ron, but he called himself Uncle Ron. So I never had to make that decision about Daisy based on money, but I was prepared to make that decision based on quality of life. And so that evening I had to make that decision and it was probably about eight in the evening, it was late. And you know, I knew that her body was tired. So I knew it was time to make that decision. It was time to set her free. It was time to do one of the most unselfish things I had ever done. So as they were preparing Daisy, I began calling on my team. I commanded Jesus and Archangel Michael to be in that room immediately. 
And I told Archangel Michael that you had better take her quickly. So when they brought her back in and the doctor came in and she began to administer the medication, I held Daisy and I told her, it is time to go. I knew that she was fighting leaving me because that's what they do. They sign up to watch over us and they don't want to leave us. I mean, it's honestly, it's just like souls that come down in human form that just hang on and hang on in a body that's not serving them anymore. And I hear story after story of people who say, you know, I, I came in, I finally, you know, I told my dad or my mom that it's time to go. It's okay to go. You have to go. And they actually went. So it's like urging them or, you know, helping them, nudging them, saying, it's okay, you can go. So as the process was happening, the doctor, you know, looked at me and said, she's gone. And let me correct that, um, correct myself. She didn't actually say she's gone. She said she's passed. And she said, her words were, wow, that is the fastest I've ever seen an animal crossover. And I smiled to myself, even though I was crying. And I told her that I had prayed for that. So as they took Daisy away, because I was going to have her cremated, just a personal decision, I told her, I said, you sh I want to see where you are right now. And I immediately saw her sitting right beside Archangel Michael. She was sitting at his feet, and Jesus was on the other side of Archangel Michael. And it was the three of them on this beautiful green grassy hill and they were all just looking at me in a very peaceful loving way so I got in my car and began my drive home which like I said is about an hour and a half it was probably almost 10 o'clock by this time and as I drove I kept telling Daisy you better show up I want a sign tonight you, you need to show up and boy if she didn't answer <laughs> When I kept telling her, you know, I need a sign, show up. All I heard was, look into the sky tonight. Like, look, in the, look at the sky tonight. So I'm driving. It's 10 o'clock at night or so. Um, and I'm looking up. I'm looking out the window. I'm thinking I'm going to see a shooting star or something. <laughs> and nothing happened. But I get home. And I take her sister, Rosie, out. And as she's outside going to the bathroom... I just happened to look up one direction. I don't know which direction it was. I don't know <laughs> north, south, east, or west in my backyard. But I looked up a certain direction in the sky, and there was this huge star that I have never seen in that spot. Huge star. But it was electric blue, and it was blinking. Now, this was not an airplane. It wasn't an aircraft. It was a star. And I knew as soon as I saw it that it was her. So I ran in inside the house and I told Michael, I said, oh my God, Daisy showed up. It's this electric blue star in the sky. And I will have to say since that night, um, I have not seen it there. But she was giving me her very unique and special sign. Now the electric blue color is a very significant color for me. It is a color for, that shows up for, um, spiritual teachers and leaders and speakers. It's really the message of you are supported as you speak your truth. So I knew that that was 
Daisy letting me know she's part of my team now, helping me step up into my power and speak my truth. So the next day, someone tagged me in Facebook on a, on a Facebook post. And I can't remember the little saying, but it, w- it had to do with your pets passing or something. But it had to do with, you know, I don't even know. We're up, you know, just look up and we're there. But the picture was a dog. It was like animated picture. It was a dog that looked exactly like Daisy and had wings on its back. And it was looking up at a star. And the dog was a royal blue color. Like, I just about fell over. (laughs) So that was my next wink. Um, The winks just started happening. I started noticing electric blue stars everywhere, whether it was on a semi-tractor trailer driving by or um, another one I spotted when Michael and I were out for pizza at one of our favorite little neighborhood pizza joints. We go there almost every Friday night. And it's just a tiny little dive bar place. So I love it. They have the best pizza. If you ever want to try it, they do deliver, or I'm sorry, they do um, ship it. It's called Andy's in Peckville, Pennsylvania. There, plug my pizza joint. But we were sitting there at the end of the bar, and I glanced down. You know, Michael was on my left, and I glanced down, and I said, oh, my gosh, look over at the wall over there. Now, this is a place we've been going to for years. And at the end of the bar, there was a framed picture up on the wall it was a royal I'm sorry an electric blue shooting star that someone had colored I just (laughs) I just giggled and yes I felt very fortunate that I am so open to all of this and I know that it's possible that she could come in any way and that I just allowed her to show me what that would be So I know this podcast is about the importance of staying grounded, and I'm getting there. (laughs) So one morning, I think it's about, it was about, probably a week after she passed. And this was a week after getting many, many winks from her. I call them God winks. Just letting me know I'm there. I'm still with you all the time just in a different way. So after about a week, week and a half, I was grabbing the laundry out of our hamper. And we empty this hamper at least once a week, completely just empty it, do all the laundry. But as I was gathering clothes from the hamper, I heard this rattling noise on the bottom, like um, something was moving around. I don't know, something like metal on something. And as I got to the bottom, I was completely shocked when I saw an old ankle bracelet of mine, it was made of hematite. And hematite, if you don't know, is a crystal that is a very grounding crystal. It helps us get grounded and calm and centered. So important for us as we move on our spiritual journey, we have to be grounded here on earth. When I saw that ankle bracelet, which I have not seen in over six years, I am not kidding, It was still broken. I had broken it six years ago. I've never seen it since then. I never had it repaired. And I don't even know what I did with it. We emptied that hamper every week for the past six years. It was not there. I knew immediately when I saw that bracelet that she was telling me, you have to be there. You have to get grounded. I will give you signs, but you can't be floating here with me. So I hope you understand if you get what I'm talking about. 
So I had gotten in my la-la land, which is an okay place to be for a very short period of time because it does take you away from the grounding here on earth. I know that was Daisy telling me, mom, it's time to get grounded again. And I, over those couple of weeks after her passing, I would always hear her like running around me in excitement and saying, don't forget the mission. Don't forget the mission. We're here on a mission. Again, really trying to get me grounded. So even though I was doing things I normally did, like take Epsom salt baths and walks out in nature, feeling my feet on the ground. I mean, I still was not grounding myself here. It's like a piece of me went with her. So when all of that happened with finding that ankle bracelet, I still have it and I'm going to actually restring it myself. But I had another hematite bracelet and it actually has angels all on each little piece. And I went and put that on on my wrist. And I've been wearing it ever since. So it's a reminder, I can do this work and I can be a spiritual person, but I have to be here on earth as a human. There's something about that. You know, we are this illuminated, endless soul that is now in this human body that to a lot of us feels confining. And that might show up as illness, depression. Um, I mean, really a lot of illness going on. <clears throat> physical ailments, uncomfortable or um, pain, physical pain. But when you learn how to be grounded here and be connected with the universe, you know, here, earth, this is part of the universe. This is part of it. But on a soul level, some of us are like trying to stay there for, or get back there. There's so many people now that are saying things like, you know, I want to go home. This is home. This is home. You can have that connection here. This is home. God is here. So I have been thrilled to be so grounded now and making sure that I'm doing things to really check in and make sure I'm grounded on a daily basis. I want to bring up one other story real quick as I'm talking about the importance of being grounded. My One of my very near and dear friends, who was the epitome of love, I mean this woman, Kimberly, was truly angel energy here on earth. I met her at a Gabby Bernstein event. It was the her master class in New York City. I met so many beautiful light workers there. Oh my gosh, such an amazing tribe forming. And Kimberly was one of the beautiful souls that I met and such a sensitive, I mean, I want to say fragile, beautiful being of light. We hit it off. I mean, everybody loved Kimberly. As soon as you met her, you just loved her. And Kimberly, I knew, you know, I got to know her over the next few years and she had trouble being here. She would do anything for anyone. She was a beautiful earth angel. It was common for her to go and buy dozens and dozens of pink roses and attach a beautiful card that she had designed. She's actually an artist. And she would, she would um, attach these notes to these roses and just go on the streets of New York City and hand them out. She and her daughter would do it together. So Kimberly and I became very close. 
and I did speak with her on a couple of occasions, just really touching base. And she didn't live near me, but it's just that beautiful connection, soul to soul. But I found out two weeks ago that Kimberly had committed suicide. Now, it rocked our tribe significantly. And there's others in the group that are still just not recovered from it. And I pray for them because I know just from what I do, because I've connected with Kimberly already. The day that I heard that she passed, I did my usual thing. Show me where you are right now. I want to know what you're doing. Most beautiful angel with the biggest wings I've ever seen. And I just simply, you know, heard her say, I just could not do it. And I knew what she meant when she said I couldn't do it. She could not get grounded here. So I pray for these other spirit junkies. That's what Gabby's little group is called, spirit junkies. And I pray for them because I know that they are struggling. And now that one angel went home, I keep praying the angels to to help them plant their feet here. Because they did sign up for this mission. They signed up to be here. And, you know, maybe Kimberly now is supposed to do her magic from that side. I do see her helping to get the troops ready that are coming down. It is massive. The army that's coming is massive. And so it's so important that we get grounded here so that we can be here. And I mean capital letters, B-E, be. We can be us, ourselves. We can shine here. You can find your tribe here. I hope this helps some of you if you are struggling with, you know, what some are calling ascension symptoms. I sent a newsletter out about these. It's, you can Google it. I'm not going to go into it here. But it's just really, as we're moving up the ladder, I say up that spiritual ladder. And some of us, our light is the same. We are the same. We are created from the same. Just some of us are at different spots in our life of realizing that. That's all. And those that are move, you know, that we move higher and higher, we just shine brighter and brighter and, and so that we can attract those that are on the way. We keep just, we don't have to drag them with us. We just attract them, right? We just shine so that they want to be like us. So find ways to get grounded. Hematite, honestly, is one of my favorite, favorite crystals. I hadn't worn it in a while, but I realized now Daisy's message was not only I needed to be grounded now, but I need to keep that hematite on me as I forge forward because it is so important that we realize our power here on earth as this beautiful light being. We are here for the shift. We are here to make a difference. We are here to shine our light. And we are here to be one badass light worker. I used to be the very passive love and light. I, I really tapped into my crystal energy most of the time. And if you know, for those of you that are familiar with crystal and indigo energy, I tapped into my crystal energy and I was not tapping into my indigo energy. And let me tell you, the day that I did, something was ignited within me. This badass light worker is awake, and I mean business, and there's no more fucking around. I am ready. I am a warrior. 
as I have been guided to shift to new and bigger things, I am now coaching others. I have a six-month program and a 12-month program. The 12-month program is helping you embrace your gift. You're not going to be stumbling on the road anymore. You're not going to have to read 20, 30 books to figure out what the hell this is all about. Who am I? What am I supposed to be doing? You are going to have your connection starting from day one, the first day we start working together. I am here to guide you on your path. I am here to make it easier. I am here to get you there quicker. You are needed. You are needed on the front lines here. I am calling on the badass light workers. If you're ready, reach out. I'll send you my programs. You can look at them, see if they resonate with you. The six month program is really helping you turn to that badass light worker. However that is that you show up in the world. And we'll figure that out if you don't know. The 12 month program is if you plan to do this work, this badass light work and open, you know, you want this to be your business. You want to reach others. You want to reach the world. That's the 12 month program. I help you get set up your business. I help you get your voice out to the world. I didn't even start advertising this yet. And I already have people signing up. It's like, once you put the intention out there, this is my next step. And now I am, um, I am the leader of the badass light workers. It's just funny. I love to say that. And it's another funny thing I have to throw in here real quick. When I started, you know, putting this intention out there, okay, I am ready to start training the troops. That's literally how I see it. I'm ready to start training the troops on this end, down here. As our whole massive team is getting things ready there. And when every time I say that and I think of Daisy, it's the cutest, I just got it right now, this little movie in my head. I see, I don't see um, the faces of all the troops, but I see them lined up. I see Archangel Michael walking down the line and giving them instructions and pumping them up and getting them ready for their mission. And Daisy is running beside him and she's like running. And, um, you know, it's like her momentum is helping to boost the troops that are coming. And sometimes she'll stop and like, look at me like that cute little face she used to do. And then she's like back to business with the troops. So she's part of this. She's part of, she's helping on that side, just like all of your loved ones and angels are doing. I'm going to ask you if you feel like it is time or you're opening up to your gifts, which so many are, but it's because you're supposed to. This is the time. All the shit going on in the world is helping to shift you into the mission that you signed up to do. So if you are ready, and I mean ready, I don't mean on the fence and, oh, God, I don't know if I should do this. I mean, you're ready. Let's talk. Reach out. Send me an email. Contact me at julia at juliatreat.com. That's my email. Or give me a call, 570-955-3594. Let's do this, and let's do this easier, okay? It took me eight years to find my fucking way. I don't want it to take that long for you. I'm here to make it easy for you. I'm here to help you get your connection immediately and and get that connection crystal clear. Let's do this. I'm here whenever you're ready. God bless you. I love you so much. Namaste. 
Thank you so much for listening to Stepping Into the Light. If you like what you heard, please share this podcast with your family and friends. And be sure to visit Julia's website at juliatreat.com to sign up for monthly cyber swag, including meditations, rituals, readings, and lots of other life-changing stuff straight to your inbox. It's free.